Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Well, this one, this book is kind of like making me go, Bored. what? Why? Why is it making me go, what? Why is it making me go, what? Look at the cover. Because uh. Heidi is linking arms with Smelanie. That might not be Smelanie. That might be the other girl that looks like Smelanie. Remember there's another girl that looks like her? I don't know if that's her. Let's see. Okay, Heidi Heckelbeck and the Snow Day Surprise. Look at that little wink. That's so cute. Okay. Chapter one. Think snow. Kerplunk. Hi, Mom dropped a box labeled Heidi Winter on the kitchen counter. Dad dropped another box beside it labeled Henry Winter. Henry was the first one to spy the box with her name on it. Oh, Heidi. Oh, ho yo yo. Heidi was the first one to spy a box with her name on it. What's in there? She asked. Henry looked over and spotted a box with his name on it. Let me guess, he said. Is that where we're going to live this winter? Heidi rolled her eyes. Do you really think that we're going to hibernate in this box like bear in, like a bear in a cave? Henry held his hands up. Well, why not? We can ha- each have our own private space. Mom laughed and opened Heidi's box. She, yeah, she pulled out a snowflake sweater. These boxes have winter clothes to keep you two bear cubs warm, she explained. Dad opened Henry's box and said, We got them out of storage because we heard it might snow today. Heidi and Henry looked at each other and squealed. Does that mean we're going to have a snow day, Heidi asked. Dad switched on the TV. Let's listen to the weather report and find out, he said. Heidi and Henry sat at the kitchen table and faced the TV. There's Melanie Maplethorpe's mom, cried Heidi, pointing at the TV. Oh, that's why she's so bougie, because her mom's like a newscaster, and she's all like, always has to be perfect on camera. Miss Maplethorpe was the local weather reporter. Her daughter was Melanie and was Heidi's classmate and not so very best friend. Duh, everybody knows that, said Henry. Come on, you two, Mom said as she turned up the TV volume. Let's hear what Missy has to say. That's kind of a cute name, Missy, huh? The weather weather reporter stood in front of Brewster Library with a microphone in her hand. She had a blonde ponytail like her daughter. She wore a, a pink winter coat with a white fur trim. Okay, that's tacky. Sorry if anybody's wears that. Brewster be okay. That's only tacky for adults. Let me rephrase. That's really cute for kids. Grownups, tacky. Oh, but you know what? It's not tacky for fun grownups because like there are type of grownups that are just like fun people and they just dress funky and that's Wacky, cool. Tacky. Uh huh. But it's cool. Like some people can actually pull it off. Let me just rephrase that. If I wore that, it would look tacky. Funky monkey. Yeah, I'd look like a funky monkey. 
but some people can actually pull it off. But this girl, no, she would not. She would look like tacky because she's like a bougie girl. She looks like a girl that would only wear like nude and neutral colors. Yeah. Okay. Brewster, beware. Missy began her scarf flapping in the wind. We could be in for a blizzard of the century. Please stay tuned for updates. We even may have some school cancellations this week. Heidi and Henry clapped their hands and shouted, Yay! Mom and Dad covered their ears. Okay, okay, settle down, Mom said with a smile. It's time to bundle up on your win- in your winter clothes. School hasn't even been canceled yet. Chapter 2. Jinx. Heidi and Henry clumped onto the bus in their winter boots. Almost everyone had their winter clothes on. Oh, look, it snowed. That's cool. There were hats with pom-poms and hats with kitty cat ears. Kids with kids had on puffer jackets and warm boots, too. But you're saying that it snowed outside. I was like, what? Oh, no, in the book. But there was one kid on the bus who wasn't dressed for snowstorm. It was Heidi's best friend, Bruce Bickerson. Bruce only had a light raincoat on and black rubber boots. Oh my gosh, we've all been there, huh? Heidi slid into the seat next to him and whispered, Bruce, didn't you hear the blizzard is coming? Bruce calmly nudged his glasses up the bridge of his nose. Well, according to my calculations, we're only going to get rain. Then Bruce held up his tightly wrapped umbrella. Look, I know, wait, he's, hold on. It literally, it's snow. There's snow everywhere in the picture. Okay, whatever. Um, we're gonna get rain, he told her. Then Bruce lightly, then Bruce held up his tightly wrapped umbrella. Look, I know you're an amazing scientist and everything, Heidi said, but Missy Maplethorpe said that we're gonna get the blizzard of the century, and she never goofs up the weather. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce shrugged and said, I've been tracking this storm on my super bicker weather tracker. The chances of Brewster getting a blizzard are slim, but I can guarantee lots of rain. Heidi sighed. Sometimes your scientific explanations are just so, so annoying. My science is never annoying, Bruce. Oh, hey, science is never annoying, Bruce remarked. Heidi folded her arms. Well, it is today because everyone wants it to snow. I like snow days too, Bruce said defensively, but unfortunately, we're not going to get it from this storm. Heidi looked away, looked away and stared out at the window in the dark gray clouds. Then she heard something tapping on the roof of the bus. Tap, tap, tap. She looked at the ceiling. Tappity, tap, tap. Ah, merg, Heidi thought. It's raining. Bruce was totally right and he jinxed the blizzard. Chapter 3. Feeling Stormy. The rain drummed on the roof of the bus. By the time they rolled up to the school, the drumming had turned into pounding rain. Heidi watched the kids shuffle towards the school bus door one by one as they hopped down the stairs into the drive or into driving rain. Bruce popped open his umbrella and stepped off of the bus. He waited for Heidi. There's room for us both under here, he called. <sighs> <sighs> but Heidi wasn't happy about Bruce's weather forecast. I'm good, she said, and then she leaped off of the bus, off of the last step and charged towards the school building. Rain slapped her cheeks and clothes. By the time she reached her classroom, she was completely soaked. Heidi swung up her wet jacket. Even her wool sweater had gotten wet. Yuck, I smell like stinky old waterlogged sheep, she thought. 
Then she draped her soggy mittens and her hat on the cubby. That's when Lucy Lancaster, Stanley Stonewrecker, and Melanie sloshed into the classroom. Ugh, I'm sopped, cried Lucy. Stanley squeezed water from his fleece beanie, and it dripped on the floor. So where's the so-called blizzard, Melanie? Stanley complained. Your mom promised snow. Melanie peeled off her soggy pink mittens. What do you think? What do you think rain turns into, Stanley? Give up? Snow, Melanie answered. And when my mom says it's going to snow, then it's going to snow. Melanie glared at Stanley, and Stanley glared right back at her. Then he stormed off. Okay, that's kind of rude. Hey, guys, Heidi said with a wave. Melanie whipped around quickly. Oh, this is perfect. Are you going to complain about the weather, too? Heidi backed away and behind and hid behind Lucy. Then Melanie clamped her hip hands on her hips and addressed all the classmates who were around her. Listen up, she commanded. I'm the only one who's going to I'm only going to say this one more time. My mom said it's going to snow, so it will. End of story. Then she quick then she squeaked away in her boots. What's her problem? Heidi asked. Heidi asked Lucy. Lucy sighed. All the kids are mad because her mom's weather report is wrong. Heidi glanced over at Melanie's direction, and she was fending off angry, wet kids. All of a sudden, the strange feeling swept over Heidi, something she could she had barely felt before. Heidi felt sorry for Melanie. Chapter 4. Rain, rain, go away. It poured all day long. On the bus ride home, Heidi tried to imagine all of, if all of the rain had actually been snow, it would have been up to her waist. But it wasn't snow. It was just a ton of water. At their stop, Henry leapt off of the bus into a puddle that splashed on Heidi. Stop, she cried, but Henry did not stop. He stomped through every puddle on the way home. Heidi steered clear of her brother in the puddles. Then they clomped into the mudroom. Their winter clothes were heavy with water. Did you did you two swim home from the bus stop? Mom asked. Heidi peeled off her jacket. No, she said, annoyed at being wet and uncomfortable again. It was more like taking a freezing cold shower with our clothes on. Mom pulled off Henry's boots. I'm sorry, she said. Why don't you guys both put on some dry clothes and I'll have a, I'd have a surprise waiting for you in the kitchen. Henry straightened up, went, ran straight upstairs. He loved surprises, but only the surprises that only surprises she really wanted was snow. After they changed, Heidi and Henry returned to the kitchen. All right, keep your eyes closed and no peeking, Mom said. Heidi and Henry shut their eyes. Then Mom placed something on the table. Now open them. Heidi and Henry opened their eyes. They each sniffed their mugs and peeked inside. Hot chocolate, Henry cried. Mom placed another bowl on the table. And many marshmallows. Thanks, Mom, Heidi said, pushing her mug away. But how can we have hot chocolate without snow? It's just all wrong. Henry grabbed a fistful of mini marshmallows and sprinkled them on top of her, his hot chocolate. Well, it doesn't feel wrong to me, he said. And don't worry, I'll make sure that yours doesn't go to waste. But Dad was too fast for Henry, and he swooped into the kitchen and whisked Heidi's hot chocolate away. One hot chocolate per person is plenty, Dad said with a wink. Mom joined them, too, with a cup of tea. Oh, cheer up, Heidi, dear. Missy Maplethorpe is still calling for snow. Heidi sat up in her chair. 
You mean maybe we'll get snow after all? Oh, great. Oh, great clouds of huge blizzards. Please let Missy Maplethorpe be right this time, Henry begged, and everyone laughed. At bedtime, Heidi wore her snowflake pajamas for good luck. As she crawled under the covers, she imagined waking up to a winter wonderland with wonderful, oh, with world frosted in snow. In the morning, Heidi leapt out of bed and pulled back her curtains and almost screamed. There wasn't a single snowflake anywhere. In fact, it was still pouring rain and the world looked like one big puddle. Merg it all, Heidi grumbled. She picked out a long sleeve shirt and jeans, and she didn't bother with a sweater. As she walked downstairs, Heidi heard the news blaring in the kitchen. Hang on to your hats, Brewster, Missy Maplethorpe warned. This storm is not over yet. All this water could still turn into a huge blizzard. I'm asking everyone to stay prepared. Heidi humped as she sat at the table. Blizzard schmizzard. The whole Heckelbeck family agreed. It sure did not look like it was going to snow. That morning, every kid at Brewster Elementary was in a raincoat. Every kid except Mallory, M- Mallory, Melanie. She wore her down jacket, snow pants, and thick winter beanie. You're all going to look silly when, it starts, when that s- rain turns into snow, she cried in the middle of the hallway. But nobody paid her any attention. They just squeaked in their wet rain boots. Heidi found Bruce and tapped him on the shoulder. Do you think Melanie's mom is right this time, she asked. Bruce drew a deep, deep breath. Nah, I predict nothing but rain for the rest of the week. Sorry, Heidi. Heidi, I know how badly you wanted a snow day. Heidi twisted her mouth to one side. Well, I still want a snow day, she said, but I also want Melanie's mom to be right. Watching Melanie get ignored isn't like isn't at all like I thought it would be. Bruce nodded. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's kind of sad. Still, I just don't see any snow in our future. Heidi sighed because all of the wrong p- predictions and rainstorms, Melanie was getting washed out. Chapter 5. Miserable Melanie. No outdoor recess today, Miss Welly announced. We are all going to watch a movie about whales instead. The entire class groaned. Normally, a movie about a whale would be a good time, Heidi thought. But the weather is just plain gross. As the day wore on, Heidi noticed something strange beside the never-ending rain. There was a gray cloud hanging over Melanie Maplethorpe. It was not a real gray cloud, of course. Heidi knew that it was a figure of speech. Melanie just wasn't acting her normal, bossy, annoying self. She was actually being quiet. During reading reading time, Melanie hid behind her book. During math time, she picked up a tape on the number on the number line the whole time. During the movie, she doodled snowflakes on a sh- on sheets of paper, then balled them up when she was done. When the last bell rang, Melanie did not rush to meet her friends. She just stayed behind at her desk. Melanie, school's over for the day, Miss Welly said. We'll see you tomorrow. Then Melanie slowly got up and pushed her chair in. That's what I'm afraid of, she mumbled to herself. Heidi slung her backpack over her shoulder and headed for the bus. I wonder what's wrong with Melanie. Heidi thought about it the whole ride home. In fact, she didn't even notice that Bruce was sitting next to her on the bus until he tapped her on the shoulder. 
Hey, Heidi, I'm sorry again, he said. I know you were hoping for snow today, and all you got was a rainy week. Heidi blinked and realized that if she was so upset about the rain, imagine how Melanie must have felt when the whole school blamed her for her mom's weather forecast. And even though Melanie and Heidi weren't exactly best friends, Heidi still didn't think Melanie deserved to be teased about some silly weather. A, a plan began to hatch in Heidi's mind. That's it, Bruce, she exclaimed. You're a genius. Bruce looked very, very confused. What? I am? Why? The school, the school bus eased to a stop and Heidi raced down the aisle. I'll fill you in later, she called over to her shoulder. Heidi didn't even notice the rain on the way home from the bus. Brewster's, all Brewster needs is a snowstorm. And when Missy Maplethorpe's weather forecast will be right and the kids will stop bugging Melanie, she thought. And all Melanie needs is a little magic in her life. Chapter 6. Snow time. Heidi zoomed in the back door and smacked into her mom not so fast mom said blocking the entry heidi froze oh no does she know i'm up to magic mom tapped her foot on the tiles off with those muddy boots she said sternly i don't want to track that all over the house heidi sighed in relief uh no problem mom she said as she yanked off her boots and hung up her jacket i'm heading upstairs to dry off in some um reading then Heidi charged into her room and pulled out her book of spells from under her bed. She checked the contents, the contents page and found the whole chapter on winter. There were spells about ice skating, spells about snow animals, and spells about frozen clouds. She even found a spell about winter fairies. Finally, she came to a, smell, a spell called snow time. She read it over snow time do you wish it would snow maybe you want to go sledding or perhaps you'd like to build a snowman or it could be that you wish all this rainy weather would turn into a huge snowstorm if this winter's looking is letting you down then this is a spell for you ingredients one snow globe two tablespoons of silver glitter five ice cubes gather the ingredients into a bowl hold your witches of westwick medallion in one hand and hold your hand over the other hand over the mix chant the following spell wintry winds gust and blow snowflakes sparkle to and fro hear me cast the spell for snow heidi gathered the ingredients and she paused for a moment while she was holding her favorite little snow globe it had been a gift from aunt trudy with a little shake the snowflakes swirled around the tiny gingerbread house inside are you going to keep making a real making are you going to help make real snow now Heidi thought cheerfully then she placed the snow globe in the bowl with the other ingredients Heidi grabbed her medallion and cast the spell whoosh glitter twinkled in the air and then it vanished Heidi smiled triumphantly there's no time there's no time like snow time she sang to herself oh there's no time like snow time then she hippity-hopped down the stairs. In the kitchen, Mom and Dad were packing Heidi and Henry's winter clothes back up. I wouldn't put that winter stuff away yet, Heidi advised. Mom and Dad looked at Heidi. Why not? It's frosty. A frosty smile swept over Heidi's face. Let's just say I have a funny feeling that there's snow in the air. Chapter 7 A Spell Come True The next morning, Heidi jumped out of bed and ran to the window. This time she clapped her hands. 
The whole yard was frosted with fluffy white snow. Even the patio chairs had fluffy white snow cushions, and the treehouse was iced with snow too. And best of all, it was still snowing like crazy. Oh, what a spell come true, Heidi thought. She ran out of her room down the hall. It's snowing, she sang. It's snowing. She threw open Henry's bedroom door and continued her song. It's snowing, it's snowing. Henry, it's snowing, she called. Get up, get up, get up. Henry sat up in bed and looked out the window. Yay, Henry cried. It's snowing. They both started shouting and they headed downstairs to the kitchen. Dad was making his famous winter biscuits and gravy for breakfast. Do we have school, hollered Heidi. Mom switched on the TV and Miss Maple, Missy Maplethorpe was standing beside a snowbank with her microphone. Oh, what a beautiful day. What a beautiful morning, my dear Brewster, she said cheerfully. Winter has finally arrived, just as I promised. Heidi smirked, knowing it was her spell that had brought the snow. Then she waited to hear about school. Attention, Brewster students, I have a very important update. School has been canceled. It's a snow day, announced the weather reporter. Heidi and Henry hooted and danced around the kitchen table. As usual, Mom had to turn up the volume so she could hear the rest of the news. The hills at the park are ready for sledding, said Missy. The town pond is open for ice skating, and it's a perfect day to play a winter wonderland. Oh, to play a yeah, play in a winter wonderland. Dad set the plates on the table. Heidi and Henry finally settled down to eat. I want to go outside, Heidi said. Me too, agreed Henry. May we? May Dudley come over? Mom nodded. Yes, yes, and yes, as soon as you finish your breakfast and get ready. After breakfast, Heidi picked out her clothes from the winter box and got dressed. The doorbell rang just as she was admiring her outfit in the mirror. Heidi, Mom called from the door. Bryce Beltran and Melanie Maplethorpe are here. They want you to go to the park with them. Heidi froze. Wait, did Mom just say Melanie Maplethorpe is here, she wondered? At my house? Chapter 8. The Snowflake Blues Don't you just love snow days, Bryce cried. Can you catch snowflakes on your tongue? She stuck out her tongue. Heidi did the same thing and caught, uh, and caught a snowflake too. It was tiny and cold. Then she glanced at Melanie. She wasn't even trying to catch a snowflake. She just stared at the white flakes standing on her pink mittens. The girl made snow tracks all the way to the park. Melanie, your mom said your mom was really right about the snowstorm, she said. She's the absolute best. Melanie barely nodded, but Bryce didn't notice. She was so excited about the snow. Heidi noticed noticed though it was like the gray clouds from yesterday was still hanging over melanie hmm i wonder why the snowstorm spell isn't helping heidi thought the girls walked through the gate and into the park lots of kids were already there let's build a snowman bryce suggested i know the perfect spot follow me heidi and melanie tramped along behind bruce bryce on the way heidi spied lucy and bruce they waved to heidi i'll be right back heidi said as she zipped over to see them there you are, Lucy said. We called you this morning, but you had already left for the park with Bryce and Melanie. What is going on? We thought your mom was pranking us. 
Heidi laughed. No, they just showed up at my house this morning, she explained. I was pretty shocked too. And you won't believe, so what else? Something is wrong with Melanie. Lucy and Bruce giggled. That's not hard to believe, Lucy said. I'd say there's a lot wrong with Melanie. But Heidi didn't laugh. She was kind of actually worried about Melanie. Seriously, you guys, something's really off, she said. Melanie's not acting like herself. She's not bragging or being snooty. She's barely even talking. Well, that sounds like a change for the better, Bruce noted. But what I don't understand is how her mom was right about this snowstorm. I was sure it was going to rain. Well, even the best weather forecasters have a good good days and off days, right? Heidi said a little nervously. Lucy rolled her eyes and said, Would you two forget about the weather forecast and just enjoy the snow? It's a perfect day for sledding and building igloos. Heidi bent down and picked up a clump of a clump of snow. Then she packed that ball and threw it at, at Bruce. Splat! I it hit him in the arm. It's a pretty good for it's pretty good for snowballs too, she said. So Bruce packed his own snowball and whipped it at Heidi. The snowball sailed over her head. Heidi turned around and watched it land near Melanie. She was standing all by herself. Heidi turned to Lucy and Bruce. Hey, I know what's go- I know that this is going to sound really weird, but I've got to go, she announced. There's a frosty situation that needs my help. Then Heidi ran back to Melanie. I wonder what's gotten into her, Lucy said. Bruce shrugged. Who knows? Maybe Heidi just developed a soft spot for Melanie. Chapter 9. The Snow Job When Heidi, when Heidi reached Melanie, she saw that Bryce and Stanley were there too. They were building a snowman and had already rolled the three snowballs um, for the body. Will you guys help me stack these, Bryce asked. <laughs> Stanley leapt into action. He wrapped his arms around the middle of the, snow, the middle snowball and lifted it up. Oomph! Stanley plunked that snowball on the base. Then Bryce scooped up a smaller snowball. She stood on her tippy toes and placed the head on top of the snowman. Ta-da, she cried. Now we need arms. Oh, our, oh, there are some great sticks by the trees, Stanley cheered. Bryce and Stanley ran off to, the, to find sticks for the snowman's arms, leaving Heidi alone with Melanie. Ugh, it's so, so, ugh, nice snow day, huh? Oh, so, huh, nice snow day, Heidi said. I guess, mumbled Melanie. A few more moments of silence passed between the two girls until Heidi couldn't stand anymore stand it anymore. Melanie, she said, I'm the last person that you would expect, expect to ask this, but is everything okay? Melanie looked away and said, what's it to you? And what makes you think I'd tell you anyways? Heidi watched the snowfall in between them. Well, you don't have to tell me anything if you don't want to. I'm just here to listen if you need it. Melanie kicked the snow in front of her. Well, how would you like it if everyone was mad, of you, mad at you over a dumb weather report? Heidi shook her head. I have no idea what that feels like. Is it hard? Yes, it's absolutely awful, Melanie said. And now because it did snow, everyone's acting like my best friend and it makes me not want to hang out with anybody. Melanie sniffled and tried to hold back her tears and wiped her face back with the back of her mitten. Oh no, Heidi thought. My snow spell was supposed to make Melanie feel better, not worse. Now all of her friends are acting like nothing big happened. But... They really hurt her feelings. Heidi had a new idea. If you don't want to hang out with me anymore, then then why don't we just... If, wait, if you don't want to hang out with anyone, then why don't we just leave? Melanie raised her eyebrows. 
leave? I'd love to, but I can't just ditch Bryce and Stanley, can we? Heidi smiled slyly. I'll take care of them. She ran over to Bryce and Stanley and talked to them. One minute later, they each gave Melanie a covered thumbs up, and Heidi raced back to announce, we're all set. Melanie wrinkled her brow. What kind of magic did you use over there? It's not magic, Heidi laughed. I told them that I forgot something at home, and you were going to go with me to get it. Melanie smiled a half smile. My mom would have called my mom would call that a snow job. Heidi giggled. Yep, and it totally worked. Chapter 10 Snow Angels At home, Heidi's mom stirred hot chocolate for the girls. Then she set a can of whipped cream and a bowl of mini marshmallows on the table. Melanie sprinkled a lot of marshmallows on top of her hot chocolate. Then she swirled in the whipped cream. Wanna watch a movie? asked Heidi, squirming over some whip, squirting some whipped cream in her mouth. Melanie nodded and laughed. Only if you share that whipped cream. Heidi handed the can to Melanie, who squirted a huge glob into her mouth. Then the girls carried their hot chocolate from the family room and picked out a movie. Oh, into the family room and picked out a movie. Wait, we're missing something. Oops, we're missing something, Heidi said. Sorry, I just messed up the pages. We're missing something, Heidi said. She went into the linen closet and grabbed two fluffy, fluffy, Two puffy quilts. She offered the pink one to Melanie, and then the girls wrapped themselves up and watched a movie. As the credits rolled, Henry and Dudley tromped into the family room. Henry's jaw dropped when he saw Melanie next to his sister. What are you doing here? he asked. Heidi shot Henry a look. I mean, why don't you get, why aren't you guys at the park? he corrected himself. It's an epic snow day. Melanie sat up on the couch. You know what? I think snow days are overrated, she said, kicking her legs out from under her quilt. Besides, we had a great time right here. This time, Heidi's mouth dropped open, but Melanie didn't notice. Instead, she scooted off the couch. I should probably get going. That's cool. I can walk you home, Heidi suggested. The girls got their jackets on and their boots from the mudroom and bundled up. Then they ran in the front yard. You know what makes a snow day official, Melanie asked? snow angels. Melanie walked into the middle of the yard and lie on her back. Then she began to sweep her arms and legs across the snow as if she was doing jumping jacks. Are you just going to stand there, Melanie asked, or are you going to join in the fun? Heidi didn't need to be asked twice. She flopped next to Melanie and made her own snow angel. When they were done, the girls each wrote their initials beside their angels. H-H-M-M. As they traveled down the sidewalk, Melanie said, Thanks for today. I had a good time. Me too, said Heidi. I'm glad that we're that you're feeling better. Heidi knew that she might never be best friends with Melanie, but at least they could be snow angel friends today. Then the girls walked next to each other without saying a word. Instead, they both watched the beautiful snow falling around them. Very interesting. Very interesting. Well... I'm happy that they're friends. And Peyton, I'm happy that Peyton is like snoozing away in dreamland. Doo-dee-doo.